Do you ever get tired of the same old boring news? Do you ever wish the news was very nearly funny? I know we did. Hi, I'm Gene Person. And I'm Greg Person. And that's why we created Anchor Persons. A news podcast. For people who hate the news. By people who hate the news. Every week, we lampoon the laughable thing that journalism has become. We make up facts about your home state. We break stories on the latest in food crime. We take two completely unrelated things and figure out how they're connected. And we keep you informed on the emotional weather. Find Anchor Persons on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or a completely different podcatcher that you prefer. Will you laugh? No. But will you be informed? Also no. Anchor Persons, the only news podcast hosted by persons. Subscribe today. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Dude, it is what it is. It is what it is. Uh, What are you going to do? Yeah. Sort of, you know, neither here nor there. No, it's neither here nor there. Here, there, wherever you are. Yeah. Your heart will go on. Welcome to Brose, the podcast for those who drink rose. My name is Matt Casnell, and joining me as they always do are my bros in rose. On an audio feed reporting live from Belmar, New Jersey, it's Mr. Rich Sweet. Hi, hi everyone. Sorry. <laughs> All right. On an audio feed reporting live from Haddon Heights, New Jersey, it's Mr. Sean O'Brien. Hey, everybody. And on an audio feed reporting live. From Uno's Pizza, at the corner of Route 100 and wherever the hell that other road is in Axon, Pennsylvania, it's Mr. Tim Hansen. Yeah, that one, 113, the one with the ones and the threes and all that. Tim Hansen. Guys, you want to get some fries for the table? I think we should get some fries for the table. Let's definitely get get some fries for the table. Yeah, like you're going on an adventure. (laughs) Uh, One of the most enduring and realist John Mulaney bits <laughs> yeah you guys want to get some fr- let's let's do it yeah yeah let's be bad let's get fries for the table <laughs> it's it's such a fitting reference because every time i've gone to uno's it's been with like a bunch of martha's college friends and somebody always does it so when it, as soon as i saw that skit i was like oh my god immaculata people <laughs> yeah fries man fries for the table i haven't been to an uno's in a long time uh i think we ordered it for a basketball game once a couple years ago that was the last time yeah it's uh, it's solid it's been a while it's been a while while. i made pizza last week Ooh, nice it was sweet i I didn't do the i didn't have the foresight nor the commitment to do the whole like all right get the yeast and then let the dough sit out for 24 hours and do it i got a dough ball from wegmans (laughs) i rolled it up and pulled it out of the fridge and let sit for a little bit and i rolled it up put in a pan and put some sauce on it and then put some Half of it, put sausage, pepper, and onion. The other half, I just put regular-ass cheese and put it in the oven. Came out, and it was, it was good. Nice. Surprisingly good. Nice. Surprisingly good. But but this, the, I've noticed that this pizza sauce, like the store brand, like pizza sauces, or maybe it was the dough, but I think it was the sauce. The store brand pizza sauces are sweet. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really into that. Not yeah. Like, it worked out all right. Like, I, yeah, like, look, the solution is either get another one or make your own damn pizza sauce. But, like... It seems to be like a recurring theme, like the store brand tomato sauces or anything you get in a jar just has like a little bit too much sugar in it, which is weird. 
mm-hmm. it probably has something to do with preservatives and such that they have to throw in there. And the the uh, I don't know. I I'm talking out. Yeah, my maybe butt you ever want to. It's possible. I mean, like, if I want ketchup, I just buy a bottle of ketchup, man. I'm not 12 anymore. Just just let me just, just give me some salt. A little bit of salt. Even out that sweetness. Uh, yeah. I don't know. That's it. That's my hot take. Wegmans, get your shit together. Your jarred store brand shelf-stable pizza sauce. And we've lost the audience. Welcome to the award-winning Brose podcast available on all major podcasting platforms. That's the thing is that at a certain point, uh, the podcast, not just with the the specific local references to, to my childhood, but also it's just turned into me like settling scores with, uh, <laughs> with the people in my life. It's just like very specific problems that I have, like not even like a general like, you know, oh boy, is I used to have takes that resounded with more people like oh man people who back into parking spots are bad but now it's just like yo the dude who checked me out at <laughs> uh, register nine at wegman's on thursday night needs to get his head out of his ass like, just, <laughs> just me dealing with my own problems uh the bros a podcast is available on all major podcasting platforms uh the premise of our show is that we settle scores uh is that we answer questions from you the audience about life, the universe, and everything. And we do it while enjoying a crisp, refreshing glass of wine. So if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. It's brosequestions at gmail.com. But first, let's discuss what we are drinking. Uh, Tim Hansen, let's start with you. What are you drinking tonight? I am drinking Mayomi, or however the hell it's pronounced, Pinot Noir from California. It is delicious. That, that's all I got. I love Pinot Noirs. Uh, it mm. says something about plushness and jammy and yada, yada, yada. And I don't know what any of that means, but this is a good-ass wine. Jammy Pinot Noir. From Sheets. Sheets! High-quality wine from Sheets, man. <laughs> God, really turned into a Southern boy on us. <laughs> Listen. should buy wine from Sheets. <laughs> when you leave work on a Friday and you want to burn the building down, you don't really want to go anywhere else to go get anything else. So you mm-hmm. stop by the place that's right next to your apartment. So it is a matter of convenience and not just you, like even more turning against Wawa, your former place of employment. Correct. Uh, I'm wearing just, uh, my uh, Wawa sweatpants right now. Oh, okay. Yeah, super right. comfy. Love them. Well, you, They're company great. man. <laughs> angling, angling for a return, I see. I, I see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rich, what are you drinking? I am drinking... Uh, Cavalier de Oro. It is a Pinot Grigio from uh, somewhere in Italy. It's uh, really good. I very much enjoy it. It's 2019. How about you, Sean? What are you drinking? I'm drinking Jersey Rosé. Um, and it is just fine. Uh, it's a little bit too sweet for me, honestly. So I'm going to finish it, but like begrudgingly. <laughs> against your better judgment yes i i understand that i understand that i've done that a few times over the past few weeks i shouldn't uh, but i will mm-hmm. yeah it's like the opposite of like depression era parents or no no, no it's, it is depression era because like, you just finish all what's on your plate because you never know uh when you might you might get another bottle of wine again <laughs> so you finish everything in the bottle uh, I am drinking a bottle of Pinot Noir from the Pinot Project uh, out in California, uh, and this is pretty good. Uh, this is a good, robust, full-flavored Pinot Noir 
uh, I'm not going to claim to have all the knowledge and the vocabulary of your your typical run-of-the-mill sommelier, uh, but it is coating my entire mouth, and that is my my tasting note. It is very good. Uh, so, Matt, I'm really glad that you finally got it, that you finally tried this because uh, now I am less worried about trying it, and I'm just going to go buy it because I've seen it a million times, and I'm yeah. always like, no. If I recall. Cor- if I recall correctly, it was one of those ones like they like you know the the, the brands that of wine that the the liquor store is trying to upsell, so they start putting like the wine rating underneath it, like please help us get rid of this. Look, it's a ninety six on the blah 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 scale, and you're like, whoa, the blah 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 scale. That's oh, like shit. The, the the number one scale for blah blah blahs, and then you take the wine and spend twenty five dollars on it. Uh, it's good. It's good. I would definitely. It's it's definitely worth a try. It's not bad. Mm-hmm. All right, Sean, you have our final round of questions in front of you, correct? I do. All right, and again, brosequestions at gmail.com if you want your question answered on the air. What's first? What's the show that you watched to completion slash binged the entirety of most recently? What would you rate it on a scale of one to five stars? Tess Riley. This question was answered. It was asked by uh, by current catchphrase host, Tess Riley. Yeah, any shows you watched completion or binged recently? Um, yeah, I'm not 100% proud of it, but I'll talk about it. Um, Last Man Standing. That was the... Uh, <laughs> t- yeah, it's the, the Tim Allen No Longer Home Improvement Home Improvement Show. Oh, oh. It's, it's, the, oh. it's the... It's the I'm Tim Allen. This time I have three daughters instead of three hu- three three sons, and uh, I'm now because of my fame can be openly more Republican on my TV shows. Um, and uh, boy, was he super Republican in the first couple of seasons, and then he like really dialed down a bit. And doing some research, they tried to push him more as a centrist instead of more of a Republican, but. His his jokes were still a lot. Very, he was very political on that one, and um, yeah, it was fine. Uh, it was more. I watched it back when it was on Netflix, and I enjoyed it a little bit then. And so, like, was trying to find something new to watch that I haven't watched. And the series recently ended over the past uh, at the uh, end of twenty twenty one. So I was like, sure, let's make it through it. And I watched it, and it was it was fine. There was there was a lot of recasting in that show, which really made it lose its gusto. So I'd put it at like a two and a half to three. All right. Good work, Tim Allen. You did it <laughs> again. Yeah. Uh, Sean, what have you watched lately? Um, I ran through the entirety of Brooklyn Nine Nine. Nice. Recently, mm. uh, and it's a great show. It it only gets better. Like I think they handle the current political climate very well for being a mm-hmm. show about cops. Uh, but that's yeah, just... I remember. I remember reading an, an article like not long after like the George Floyd protests, like a very contentious time where somebody was like, they should bring Brooklyn Nine Nine back and have all the cops just walk out. Mm-hmm. And I was like. Uh, come on guys like, <laughs> like we we can have a little bit of cognitive dissonance between like what we think we should do with police and reform or or even getting rid of them and then 
just letting Adam Andy Samberg do his thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the second episode. Yeah, the second episode of the new season, or it might even be the first episode of the last season. Yeah, it, it hits. That's pretty much the point, and I think they mm-hmm. did an excellent job. Yeah. It's, this show's over, right? Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. all done. Yeah. So their their last season was the both pandemic and George Floyd season. And they, I agree, Sean, they, they handled it very well and they, they did it very, like, they did a good job with it. I mm-hmm. wish they could continue more because some of the characters that they introduced with, like, John C. McGinley being the, uh, the, like, the union president or whatever, just, like, perfect casting and I wish I could see more of that, that character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I would give it four and a half out of five stars. Mm-hmm. Almost perfect. Nice. How about nice. you, Tim? Um, I mean, a lot of the stuff we've been doing is either still actively coming out, so we've just been watching it. Uh, like the Book of Fett or Book of Boba or whatever the hell it's called. Um, How do you like that? It's there good. Some not so not some not so savory reviews of it. I haven't watched it myself. I haven't I haven't read any of the reviews, but. I th- I think the biggest issue with pretty much anything Star Wars is the Star Wars fandom is very toxic. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. if they if they sink their teeth into an idea of what they think something's going to be and it doesn't match it perfectly, then it's shit. Yeah, yeah. So a San lot Francisco of Gate.com uh, headline: The Book of Boba Fett premieres an abysmal failure on every level. Subheadline: SF Gate columnist Drew McGarry on why the Book of Boba Fett was worse than polio. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, so the, that's what that's what we're operating off of. The no, hate is insane, and yeah. honestly, it it was very obvious that what everyone wanted out of this was Boba Fett's just going to be a fucking boss, wreck everybody's shit. And that's not the point of this show. Mm-hmm. And like, does he have a couple of fights where he does some cool shit? Yeah. But that's not the fucking point. The whole point is essentially him wanting to get away from the bounty hunter life, wanting to not have people have to go through all of that bullshit and like a sense of respect for others, mm-hmm. which is what nobody fucking wants. Yeah. It's, but like it's, it's it's fine. It's a good show. It's it's definitely a, a different kind of story, and uh, I think it was episode three. Maybe was very weird. Like it was just like it didn't fit with everything else. Like that that hot high speed chase was just kind of uncomfortable the entire time. <laughs> okay, yeah, that uh, was a fucking terrible scene. It was it was the worst. But like they were trying to reference something, and that whole episode was directed by Guillermo del Toro, so it was a whole different kind of thing than you've ever seen in Star Wars. What the hell were they uh, trying to reference? I can't remember. I saw somebody talk about it online. They were trying to reference like a specific like movie or something. I just can't remember what it was. Um, and they also had uh, have um, Pan's Labyrinth. I, no, it wasn't Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> you remember there that was... high speed chase in Pan's Labyrinth? <laughs> yeah. the, the the slow the high the high sp- slow speed uh, speeder bike chase in Pan's Labyrinth for sure. Uh, but they they also had uh, Danny Trejo playing Machete in this uh, in 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 that episode as well. So it's just that's the only episode for me that was a little weird and I didn't like. 
but overall it is it's a fine show it's not it's not uh worse than polio like that's just again like tim said toxic environment in the star wars fandom it's just bad yeah but uh for the most part martha and i've just been going through the slowly going through uh all of criminal minds i think we're on season five season six right now so nice yeah, I tried to watch all of that, but it bummed me out. Like, I got to a point when I was like... Was, oh, you can't do a lot of it at once, which yeah. is why it's taken us a couple months so far. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, th- I think I tried... I was a little bit overzealous. And and it's it's kind of funny that you say that, because there are literal whole episodes around individual characters reaching that exact point, and it's just like, why the fuck do we do this? Like... <laughs> yeah. that, that, <laughs> It is a primary plot point time and time again. And one of the characters leaves the show because he reaches a point where he's like, I have no idea. So I'm not gonna. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been wanting to go and watch law and order. I know there's 35 seasons of that show. The, um, just law and order SVU criminal. Uh, whatever, intent. Whatever, whatever's available on Netflix. All organized do. crime. <laughs> Whatever. I think SVU just reached 1,500 episodes or some shit like that. Um, I don't know. That's probably a made-up number. But, like, it's... I, I, I want to watch them, but I don't think I'd have that attention span to watch more than one or two a day, if that. That, like... SVU is way more the entertaining one. Yeah. In and my I think, own humble opinion. Mm-hmm. I think... I think that might become a, a a bedtime show that I turn on while I'm trying to go to sleep. Um, because that that used to be a bedtime show for me, like TBS at three in the morning when I'm going to sleep. Turn on TBS and dunk dum bum 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 bum, and I'm out. That was me with South Park in college because mm-hmm. South Park would always come on. Oh god, well, I forget what show was right on before South Park. It might have been Family Guy or something like that. Uh, a show I was a little bit more interested in. Like I, I like South Park well enough, but usually when South Park was on, I was like, ah, okay, it's time for sleep. <laughs> but fall asleep to South Park because I'd be like, all right, click. <laughs> it's one in the morning. Uh, I don't know if we binged anything lately. We watched a couple episodes of a show called Grand Crew, uh, which is pretty solid. It's it's like a newer, modern, uh, be honest, black version of Friends. Uh, and it's pretty solid. There's also Abbott Elementary, which is set in Philadelphia, uh, and I like pretty well. It's like a uh off like The Office sort of mockumentary style. Uh, the only problem I have is that it's set in like Philadelphia public schools, and no one sounds like they're from Philly. But they do put Jim Gardner in an episode, so nice. that's fine. Nice, it's great. Uh, they're, they're still coming out, so I don't really have the last series, unless you count like all the nights that my wife was watching the great British bake off. Uh, and I would be like, Oh God, I can't believe you're watching this again. And then I'd start and be like, why are they making a savory tort? Like, <laughs> five minutes, like immediately getting into it. Uh, not counting that. God, it might've been when we watched the boys and that was like last spring Jeez. over the summer. Uh, and the boys is very good. I would give it like a four out of five. Uh, but it, it, it's, you know, it's it's in that like Watchmen. Va- I would say if you like if you like anything associated with the Watchmen, you will probably like the boys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put it this way. Uh, I recommended it to my brother 
who does not like basically any television show. And he said it's one of the best pieces of media he's ever watched. <laughs> uh, so it's quite good. Uh, but that legitimately might be it. The problem is, is that once uh, I mean, it's stereotypical bro thing, like once football season rolls around, it's like, I'm just going to watch football. <laughs> and then when football's not on, I'm going to listen to a podcast getting ready for the next football game. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of where we're at. But yeah, Abbott Elementary is good. If you can get over the fact that nobody like there's one there's a woman in the show who's supposed to be like like a like a like woman like like a like an elementary school teacher in her late 40s early 50s from like an italian philadelphia family and she just sounds like she was on the radio mm-hmm. like like a normal like not like a lot like local no delco accent no nothing come on man <laughs> and they even had an episode where they taught the kids how to say young bulls and johns and you don't even have the accent you're tr- you're like halfway there just just do the delco accent freaking what's her name uh kate winslet just did it yeah for a whole season anyway uh any other shows mm-hmm. i'm actually right, then, uh hey. i'm i'm in the process as my bedtime show going through tim's favorite show right now seinfeld Clearly a different Tim. (laughs) So good. I cannot believe you don't like that show. Quality show. One of the greatest sitcoms of all time. Like that. All all in the family. Laverne and Shirley. The Jeffersons. It's like Seinfeld and then anything that Norman Lear came up with. Greatest sitcoms of all time. I like Seinfeld. Can't say it's one of the greatest sitcoms. Bum, 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 bum. I cannot agree with that. Rock hard disagree. Uh, Sean, what's next? Which came first, the plant or the seed? Plant. Plant. I'm also going to go with plant. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, the seed came first. <laughs> Why did the it. seed come first? I don't know. I think uh, it makes more sense to me that something that the smaller thing produced the bigger thing, then the bigger thing came. Wait, maybe not. Maybe plants came first and then the the ability to propagate via seeds. Okay. Correct. The thing I'm going to go with. Correct. I'm going to go with the, the biblical angle on this let's say we got Don't. you know god's seven seven days he's making everything he creates humans like if the seed was the first thing that he made instead of the plant then you know how many days in the garden of eden there's all these seeds sitting around nothing growing out of it because he didn't start with the plant you start with the seed and then suddenly like six days in you got all these plants shooting up and the humans like whoa where did that come from <laughs> and god has to explain it to him he's like why don't you just show it to me the first time i think he understood the limitations of the human mind and the animal <laughs> mind. And he put the plant first to show, look, here's the plant. And you know what's re- like, imagine you're like a, sa- like God's like a salesperson. And he's like, yo, check out this plant. Look at this plant. See this plant growing. It's pretty. <coughs> and it says it's flowering and everything like that. Watch what else it can do. Produces the seeds. So when it dies, seeds go back into the ground. Another plant. <laughs> Another plant. self-propagating plant. Another plant. Boom. Bullshit. Infinite plant. Bullshit. And then, I don't I don't get it. Human, <laughs> human's not going to believe it. But human's definitely not going to believe and not going to react well 
to something just growing out of the ground, he, he's going to think it's a, it's a intruder, intruder into the Garden of Eden. So I'm saying plant first. Mm-hmm. That's a good just to, to just as a as a as a way for God to get around the limitations of the human brain, which are many. <laughs> That's very true. So so Google tells me that Sean's approach uh, was completely correct and that it, plants existed, but they didn't necessarily have seeds as their reproduction immediately, and that came later. Mm. So mm. most plants started uh, by releasing spores, more like fungi, and then 150 million years later is the first evidence of seed-bearing plants. Tim. Yeah, but plants were only created 3,941 years ago. <laughs> get out. So, so Matt, you know, get out. You yeah, take and, your opinions and, and get some facts and come and, back to me. And the fossilized dinosaur bones are just placed there from the devil. I, yeah, sure. Uh, Tim, <laughs> no, you're aliens. a fun guy. Oh, aliens, right. Did you really just make that joke? <laughs> yeah, I wanted oh to God. make it earlier, but I got... Uh, Got it slightly interrupted, but you're a fun See, guy. Rich says that he doesn't like puns, and then he comes out and makes like the worst one Look, possible. We've got we've got a pun quota. We haven't been hitting it. I had to step my game up a little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate you stepping up with that really good joke <laughs> that we had to make. You guys are starting to understand why I don't like puns, and I love it. Listen, Loved I appreciate you planting the seed and us needing to catch up, but <laughs> it's yeah. just it just shows my uh, growth that I've been uh, budding into. You just gotta let it germinate a little. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One of these days, I'll just it's not even um, a pun anymore. It's bloom. Just... <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, like it's like one day I'll just bloom. bloom. <laughs> One of these days I'll just bloom. Yeah. I don't know. I'm. <laughs> it's done. Yeah, it I'm g- gonna water these jokes <laughs> until they grow into something good. Uh, Green? Does that work? Green? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next, Sean? If you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? I feel like puns have been soiled by these last five minutes. <laughs> Get it because they're in the soil. Uh, if you drop soap on the floor, is the floor clean or is the soap dirty? Neither. They're they're both the same. Like you can pick the soap up and the floor, especially. I mean, well, is the soap wet or is it dry? Because if it's dry, it's neither. Maybe a little dirty for the soap, but that just gets rinsed off once you throw water on it. I'm just gonna stick with neither. The soap is dirty. Because yeah. the soap is going to get some sort of something, microscopic or macroscopic regardless, on it. But for the floor to have been cleaned by said soap, activity of some sort and application of force to clean it would have been required regardless of it being wet or dirty. Because if you just drop wet soap and then pick it up, the floor is still dirty. Yeah, it just has soap on it now. You have to then wipe Correct. it up. So, soap is dirty. Soap is dirty. Floor is clean, and here's why. Uh, (laughs) God! Matt, the hard disagree is my shtick. You knock it off. So, 
Imagine we're in the Garden of Eden, right? No. <laughs> God hands, hands Adam this cleaning device. And he's like, says, listen, here. I made this from Look the here. fat in your ass. Look here, Adam. The fat in your ass. We're, we, the, the, by, by the way, don't get too attached to that, those, those ribs in your chest anyway. I've got plans for those later. Uh, but see this, this, this John right here. Uh, God's from, God's from uh, Ch- Chichester, by the way. Oh, my God. Uh, I said John at work the other day. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. Uh, <laughs> so God's God's okay. Yeah. Here's this. Here's this John here. It's called soap. He uses to clean stuff. Uh, you, you drop something on the ground. You gotta clean it up. He uses soap. God says, "Thanks, God." He rubs it against the ground, and God goes, "No, no. What are you doing? Now the soap's dirty." And now you've just confused Adam. You know, Adam is 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 lost. He doesn't know what to believe anymore. Uh, you know, down <laughs> is up, up is down. Cats and dogs are hanging out with each other, which they do in the Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden, but. Uh, nonetheless, you've just confused Adam. Surely, God would not make it in such a way. I've become a religious fundamentalist on this show. Uh, that soap would be dirtied because it's a pure cleaning instrument. So always soap clean, never not soap clean. Uh, if you drop soap on the floor, the floor is clean. The soap is not dirty. So I mean, Amen. by by that logic, read Deuteronomy, morons. <laughs> by that logic, Adam was always supposed to eat the apple. So why do we call it original sin if that was always the plan? Yeah, it was all, well because it was God's plan to have original sin so, because it's all. So on a he always path. planned for us to be stupid, and he planned to yeah. punish us the entire time. Yeah, he gave us free will because he wanted to see how fucking terrible we'd make it, and so far, experiment working. <laughs> and he knew this is how it would work out, but he was like, you know what? If I don't give them free will. Then eventually, one person's gonna break through the hole in the matrix, and they're gonna and and, and they're, they're gonna, gonna start fly around New York, and then they're just gonna yeah. break into people's houses and cut yeah. their throats open. And that's the story of Jesus Christ, um, the second anyway, coming, I, because that was Trinity. That was re- revolution, revelations. It's a terrible reloaded, fucking reloaded. movie. Yeah, the Animatrix. That one? I never saw the animatrix. the animatrix. It was very good. It was it was good. Yeah, it, it was yeah, it was enjoyable. I would probably enjoy it more today. I, I watched it originally when I was a kid, and I was horrified by the violence. <laughs> I was not ready for that. My my only perception of, of violence as a child in anime was watching Dragon Ball Z, and they don't really bleed on that show. So. <laughs> yeah, the only violence was Goku holding his hands up in the air and sucking up all the energy of nature for twenty-seven episodes. For twenty-seven <laughs> episodes, it allegedly spans only a, a time period of five minutes. Oh man, that that's that's that was... al- that's also where they lost me. That's also where they lost me. Where they said the plant's gonna blow up in five minutes, and it took twenty-seven half-hour episodes to get to the part where Namek blows up. That's when they lost me. Uh, any other thoughts on soap and floor? <laughs> no. I think I might just stick with this new bit where I just become like this show's I'll, Stephen Colbert, except for not nearly as funny. I looked ahead, and I'm wondering how you're going to ring uh, pull this together. So uh, I want you are ruining want... the integrity of the show by looking ahead at the questions. Yeah, what are you yeah. guys doing? <laughs> yeah. You're you know what you know what Rich uh, you're on notice. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. I'm on notice. My tip of the hat, wag of the finger this week. Wag of the finger, Rich Sweeten and Bears. <laughs> uh, what's next, Sean? Can dogs get a song stuck in their head? 
Go ahead, Matt. Well, wait, wait a minute. <laughs> Listen, in the Garden now. of Eden. It doesn't mean I'm going first. <laughs> in the Garden of Eden, we didn't have music yet. Yeah. The only song that dogs have stuck in their head is Our God is an Awesome God. <laughs> Sean, what, what's your opinion? Our uh, God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above. Uh, A legitimate bop. <laughs> I do say so myself. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. No? I, don't, I, I don't think dogs can get a song stuck in their head. Because they are very impulsive creatures and they're very uh, like of the moment that it's not often that they will think of or hear something like a song and for them to just keep it in their head it's they're 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 like the what what's on their mind is what's going on right now and that's it so if there's a song going on right now then maybe it is stuck in their head right now for a little bit but beyond like five minutes no way it's they're they're like they they for, they don't forget, but they just don't care. It doesn't seem like they care about much more than what's around them right now. Um, they do they do have a memory and recollection of songs. I uh, sometimes tell my uh, Google Home to tell uh, play a song um, that's like an eight hour thing anytime I leave and no one else is home for him. And it seems like he gets more anxious when I play that than when I don't. So, because he knows you're leaving. Exactly. He's he. Well, he yeah, he's associating that with an action. Yeah. I mean, he might have some memory, but it's like it's purely it's purely tied to like a reaction of oh, some yeah, sort. Yeah, like, because yeah. if you if you played like for example, our God is an awesome God. Every time you fed him, uh, then yeah, then you associate you know then suddenly you've got. Yeah, you've suddenly got a Lutheran yeah. dog who just loves because <laughs> you know, he associates it because he associates it uh, with getting fed. And it's like, oh man, our God is an awesome God. <laughs> and, yeah, uh, but yeah, I think it's purely reactionary. I do not think that dogs can get songs stuck in their head. Mm, yeah, I agree. Agreed. I think they can. I it, it could very well be a Pavlov situation. Uh, in my experience, my bulldog hated Fallout Boy. Like, didn't matter which song. If I put on Fallout Boy, she would lose her shit. And I was like, this is weird. I don't understand what's happening. But I guess I'm not playing Fallout Boy in the house anymore. Maybe like, I don't know, the first time you played her, like, dance, dance. Uh, she, she had like a really uncomfortable leash on at the time or something. I, don't know. <laughs> I, I have no idea. But, uh, yeah, no way they have the, the, the wherewithal to focus on a song that much. To have it stuck in their head in a language that they don't fully understand. Mm. They don't understand sit as a word. They're just like, oh, this sound, they usually want me to do this thing. But yeah, I don't know what sit means, yeah. but I'm going to put my butt on the ground. Kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think our cats, we, we tend to, we have a recurring thing that like our, our one cat likes classical music. Because he is, your ears will perk up anytime we have a classical music playing. And then the uh, the other cat, the smaller one, the one that we associate more with uh, not being the more intelligent one, uh, loves Madonna. <laughs> His ears go up like radar anytime uh, like pop music comes on that could be closely associated with Madonna. He's like, oh, he's pop music. Guy. <laughs> uh, uh, I I'm I hate that I'm going to say this because I'm I'm one of these people that loves this kind of music. But when you were mentioning. 
the uh, the other cat who's not that smart. I thought you instead of saying that's right, Madonna. I thought you were gonna say ska music. <laughs> oh God, ska. <laughs> the meanest thing you've ever said. <laughs> I love ska Richard. music. Don't even. Oh, by the way, we should pour one out for uh, since we're talking about ska music. Pour one out for the mighty mighty Boston's. Called it quits this week. Did that? Oh man, that's it. Show's over. No more. No more skanking on the side of the stage for that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show's over. Rip the dream. Yeah, R.I.P. Uh, what's next? What do you think you're like in an alternate universe? The Punisher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm sure there is at least one alternate universe where you are the Punisher. At least one. <laughs> The alternate version, the alternate universe version of me is Tim. <laughs> I was thinking, I wanted to wait for a couple more before I made the opposite joke. <laughs> he's, 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 he's a lot nicer than I am. He's he's not as outgoing, but he's he's definitely nicer, uh, much more mechanically minded, uh, and uh, I can't think of a single other thing that's the opposite. Tim, can you? No. <laughs> no, I was going. No. I was. I, I was going to go with height, but you seem to be gesturing towards another part of your body. I, I don't understand. <laughs> you know, the fact that you're solid like three foot two, and I, I love that you, nine foot eleven. I love that you're talking about how I'm nicer than you, Martha. And I went to a friend who just bought a house less than mm-hmm. 24 hours ago, and I just oh, did you made, shit all over his new house. No, I just made fun of him as a human being the oh. whole time. God. <laughs> I was like, this is a nice house. What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what a beautiful bathroom. Wish it was more... <laughs> wish it was less... Never mind. I'm done. <laughs> you couldn't even polish off the joke. And then I hung up some curtains, and then I came here. Yeah. Uh, yeah Tim was like, what this a, is a, what wonderful- a lovely kitchen. Unlike you, you stupid piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Just... <laughs> Ad hominem attacks against your friend. No, no money back, money bags, Tim. He'd be like, "This is a nice bathroom. Where's your other four? Yeah, yeah. dude. The weirdest thing I've noticed. This is completely off topic uh, at this point. The weirdest thing I've noticed about houses down here is any house I've been in, the bathrooms in the bathroom, the toilet is in its own like separate little tiny room. Hmm. I've never seen that outside of like. A hotel kind of sometimes mm-hmm. but like every house i've seen down here that's the thing and no basements no. I, do, I don't hate that i don't hate it it just seems so claustrophobic <laughs> and i don't like it yeah oh yeah i'm sure it is <clears throat> sean what do you think you're like in an alternate universe oh i am in an alternate universe i am effortless effortlessly happy <laughs> uh i'm a lot less empathetic like i'm a i'm a basically a happy narcissist i think he's a chad <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a total bro Dude. Dude, i love the idea of sean as like a hardcore chad <laughs> rolling around town like just <laughs> like Un- un- uncontrollably single and, and like, like in, but 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 in a but in a way that's like really endearing he's uh have you seen the show lucifer yeah Mm-mm. you're lucifer 
Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's me in an alternate universe. It's Lucifer. Just Lucifer Chad. <laughs> Chad Lucifer. Uh, Rich, you get, what would you like in an alternate universe? Mm. So in an alternate universe, this 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 little this this little uh uh I'll tell you where when I am in an alternate universe, and then I'll explain how I get there. In an alternate universe, I am a Super Bowl winning quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles. No explanation needed. I think that's a pretty clear line there. And <laughs> uh, and and how I get there is uh, back when I was um uh younger, I was trying out for a football team. And uh, I've always been a bigger kid, so I had to play with the older kids because it was based on weight class. My weight class was with the bigger kid, the older kids. Um, and there was one time going to practice, I didn't feel good. My stomach hurt. It was everything was bothering me. And I told my mom, and she's like, "You just want to quit, don't you? Well, you have to quit." Instead of just letting me skip the one practice because I didn't feel good, she thought I wanted to flat out quit. So. In this alternate universe, my mom didn't force me to quit because I felt sick once, and I stuck with football, and I became a uh, multi-ring Super Bowl champ with the Philadelphia Eagles. I mean, it's more realistic than the Jets, so I get it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The Jets. <laughs> how, Tim, how is a college football team going to win the Super Bowl? <laughs> Stop talking about the brownies like that. Come on now. Oh, poor brownies. Didn't miss the playoffs this year. Oh. So sad. And Baker Mayfield's not gonna get any more commercials no more. Oh man. Oh. oh. So sad. Uh what was your last uh I don't ask questions. Sean asked the question. Sean, that's <laughs> the next question. <laughs> what was your last phone call about? My question was just uh, apropos of nothing. I just wanted to see what Sean's last phone call was. It just happened to be the next question. Uh, it's almost, as if, last f- it's almost as if somebody's reading ahead. And I'm it's on it's notice. It's the next question. It's the very next question. Rich is like planning his whole like day around the list of questions that we get in the email. I don't want to hear a thing about, oh, Kaz yeah. never read one question. I'm planning my whole day around the email we got 20 minutes late. Yeah, you're ready. Uh, so what was your last phone call about so preface to my last phone call is at said friend's new house uh he was telling us about how there's a uh, cat that just randomly shows up on the back porch and they call it mr whiskers and apparently there's a couple cats that just go around the neighborhood and we didn't get to see it while we were there uh but his girlfriend's son was thought it was outside he's like oh mr whiskers mr whiskers Oh, it's just a neighbor's dog. I feel lied to. <laughs> uh, so when, when we were driving away, we saw the cat in the road going into the next door neighbor's backyard. So I called him, uh, or Martha called him on my phone in the car, had him on speaker. He's like, yo, what's up? Like 30 seconds after we left. I'm like, hey, we just saw Mr. Whiskers in the street. He's in your neighbor's backyard. He's heading your way. And then you just hear the kid in the background like get real excited. He's like, "Yeah, you're on speakerphone, <laughs> and we were trying to leave." <laughs> <laughs> so it was just really funny. Hmm. Nice. Sean, was it your last phone call? Um, 
my last phone call was when uh Mary was in uh Maryland and we me Alice and Mary had a phone call together. We just kind of chatted about what was oh. going on. Alice got to see her mom and uh yeah, it was just a, it was a phone call about nothing. It was the Seinfeld of phone calls. <laughs> was your daughter the low talker on the on the call? <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, Rich, what was your last phone call about? Uh, so, um, as I said in the first uh, episode of this session, my uh, dad had emergency back surgery over the past week, and we had a snowstorm. And so while I was at Home Depot getting rock salt for myself, I called him up and asked him if he needed me to pick them up some rock salt as well. Similar vein. Uh, yesterday, uh, my wife decided that on account of the fact that we were likely going to be snowed in for a majority of this weekend, uh, that she thought we should make chicken dumpling soup. And hmm. so uh, and so I was like, sure, that's fine. I'm going to put a couple extra things on the grocery list because I went grocery shopping yesterday. did not get the stuff for chicken dumpling soup uh, we need x y and z and so she agreed to stop at the grocery store on the way home for the items needed for chicken dumpling soup and the last phone call that i had was from her yesterday when she asked me uh they don't have frozen peas is canned peas okay <laughs> uh and the answer was uh yes we can absolutely 100 percent use canned peas in place of frozen peas in this chicken dumpling soup recipe. Nice. Uh, the call lasted one minute and 55 seconds. Uh, it was marital bliss. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I love good stuff. I like we did it. Phone calls. phone calls. Woo. Yeah. More grocery store phone calls, everybody. Mm-hmm. Sean, what's next? If you could ask a wild animal, any question, which slash what would you ask? I would ask my cat to stop. Uh, could you please stop climbing the windows? Because our cat is a wild animal as it pertains to climbing the windows. Outside of that, uh, what would you guys say? I'd like to ask like a deep sea fish, like an angler fish or something. Like, what's going on down there? Yeah. <laughs> What's your deal? Yeah, what is what are you doing down there? You got a light on your head. What's up with that? Well, what's the yeah. deal? What's up with that? Can you see me? Because I can't see you. He's not an angler. He's not a fish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. What's the deal with angler fish? No angling. <laughs> no fishing. Boom! 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 Good stuff. Uh, Tim, uh, if you could ask a wild animal any question, what would you ask it? I have absolutely no idea. (laughs) Hmm. Honey badger, why are you always so fucking angry? (laughs) Why are you so mad? Your British cousin wants some tea, but you're such a dick. (laughs) Well, if I, my understanding is correct, it's not that the honey badger is in a bad mood. It's that the honey badger is apathetic. Because he doesn't care. Uh, yeah, he didn't see, give a shit. You... <laughs> I, I got it. <laughs> but there's just so much aggression there. 
It's aggressive Ap- apathy. <laughs> That's not a thing. Uh, maybe maybe ask the honey badger about it then. <laughs> honey badger? What's with aggressive apathy? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What's exactly. up with that? Uh, Rich, what would you ask? Uh, so yesterday, I had my windows open to watch the snow come down, and the snow didn't start until it got dark. Um, but while my windows were open, this large bird of prey, I don't know, I, I, I don't know, it looks like a falcon, actually, but I don't know what it was, flew into my window and flew, fluttered around it, and then landed on my fence. So if I could ask any wild animal, I'd, I'd just go up to that bird and be like, why you do this? Why you did that? Why you, why you do that? Like, mm-hmm. what was that about? Come on now. Mm-hmm. And and then I'd, I, if I could get a second question, I'd be like, friends? Because <laughs> I wanted to be his friend. He was adorable. I didn't get a picture because, like, he flew into the window and then landed on a fence. I peek up and look at it. And I stare for a second. And I sit down. And I'm like, wait, that was a falcon. And I grab my phone to take a picture, and then he's already gone. No one's ever going to believe my me. new best falcon friend. Sounds like a real made-up story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Prey. See? No one's going to believe it. No one's going to believe it. Yeah. A bird of prey is my buddy a bird. <laughs> um, I would ask a snake how they do the thing where they move. <laughs> How you do this? It doesn't make doesn't make any sense. It's no legs. You've, you've you've never seen any of those National Geographic like shorts about how the locomotion in snakes works? Well, like why? No, you get those Tim. Weird snakes and if Tim, and the weird if I stuff. had, I wouldn't be asking the snake. <laughs> oh. Also. How dare you appropriate snake culture by assuming that a human, (laughs) two working legs, can explain how these snakes work? Have you considered what the snakes might have to say about this, you bigot? I I love the idea of Matt going up. You bipedal normative piece of shit. (laughs) I I love the idea of Matt going up and be like, how do you do this? And he's just like, yes. So I go like this, and then just Tim has left. Launches Tim, by the way, Tim has left, the, but his chair and also the podcast uh, because he he does have a lot to consider and some new perspectives, <laughs> and he is learning. Oh, that was good. I got nothing. I have no retort. The, 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 I do remember there was an episode of Visibilia where they said like the reason that people are so scared of snakes is for exactly what you're talking about the the fact that is just the locomotion is so unnatural to us like how do they how are they shouldn't be allowed to do that there's no legs there's nothing <laughs> propelling it forward uh, and that's why humans are so scared of snakes intrinsically because their movement is unnatural to us well we just need to get over ourselves and suck it up yeah we should but I could just ask the snake about it too um, <laughs> uh, any other questions you would ask wild animals nope nah uh, what's next then Sean if you joined the circus what would your circus act be a strong man yeah I, I was gonna say I know Tim's mine would be uh, ticket taking and balancing a, a cash register without any need for oversight ooh you want to see the Pre- whitest man Pre- ever made? <laughs> yeah. 
You want to see it? Well, look at this man. You'll immediately want to do your taxes. Here he is. Uh, yeah. I, uh, I would be the quotes lion tamer gestures to his golden retriever. Um, yeah, it would be me and Chase. Mm-hmm. I would be a clown. <laughs> I would. I would go try to. Please don't say you're going to be the sad clown. No, no, I, no. I'm not <laughs> Pag, I'm not Pagliacci. I'm. Uh, I learned sure? to juggle and ride my unicycle because those are two things that I always wanted to learn how to do, and I like have mm. the things to learn them. Wait, wait. Like juggling your emotions? No, like juggling balls. <laughs> just wait, real straight. Can, I'm, can, it's a real straightforward act, guys. <laughs> can like. Are you saying you can actually do both of those right now together, or like no? I le- I want I want to be able to do both of those things. Okay, okay. I, I take some this. practice before his act is ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, trust me, my act is just sit and s- sit because he doesn't know anything. Else. <laughs> it's bad for the three of us now, like reading into this. All poor Sean wanted to do was like slip on up and banana peel, and we're all like, "Yeah, but how does that make you feel?" <laughs> Yeah, I felt very attacked, guys. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. Um, I guess I'd be the f- the fire swallower. It'd be pretty sweet to just eat fire. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I would assume that'd be pretty spicy. It might be, but I'd that be all right with that. Quite the oh, dude! I've got the last dab. I'm making wings tomorrow for the championship conference championship games. I've got the, a bottle of the last dab oh, wait, sitting I in there. Tried that looming over me like a like a like a like a guillotine and i, I might have to do that tomorrow mm. although maybe i have to wait for a weekend where i, I know all the day to recover so maybe like I, president's day weekend i'll have the last dab i'm jealous i unknowingly fuck, had thirty dollars oh is that what it was I have to. I have to thank my wife extra. Then that was a that was a birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm jealous. I'm, I unknowingly had a little bit of the last stab at Sean's once, Oop. and oh, yeah. it was just super spicy. And I didn't realize what mm-hmm. it was at first. And now I want to savor it some more and try it again. But I think they've get... made like three other renditions since that time, Sean. Yeah, I'm getting a brief take here. We've talked about them several times in the show, but the best hot sauce for uh, making buffalo wings, chicken wings, anything like that. Hanks. Hanks. Totally Hanks. Absolutely Hanks. Every flavor so far. We had the linger sauce this weekend to go with some chicken mm. wings. Amazing. No, I'm, I'm, it's buttery. I haven't, I haven't had Hanks in a while. <clears throat> we need a trip so to good. Seattle City, guys. Yeah, man. Let's get a box of that shit. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sean, what's next? Um, what animal would make a great driver? And the answer is a monkey, right? Yeah. Probably because yeah. the opposable thumbs and everything. Yeah. 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 Definitely the thumbs. And and plus, if they had a little bit of road rage, it would just be funny to see poop being thrown all over the place. Hell yeah. Oh, but then it smears on the windshield and causes a pileup. That's just dangerous. This I mean, multiple pileups, actually. Maybe because I'm a child. <laughs> uh, it could be because of my immature humor, but like the idea of like, a chimp or, or a monkey in a cabbie hat, like just screaming at people as he's whipping through Central, <laughs> like whipping through New York, is so funny to me. 
<laughs> so, but would would this animal be like? Would they be intelligent enough to speak, or are they just screaming like a monkey? No, no, no it would be. <laughs> it would be like in The Simpsons when uh, when they get like like the when Mr. Burns gets the million monkeys together, and they're trying to like if you get the million monkeys together, the typewriters they'll eventually yeah. write the great American novel. But like they're just still just monkeys, and they're just like. Wah, wah, like uh, yeah, so it would absolutely just still be the monkey like screaming, <laughs> like like I imagine like Nintendo sixty four Donkey Kong, uh, and uh, <laughs> while he's driving through New York in a cab. Excellent, it'd be great. I pay that. I pay. I paid twice the cab fare for that ride. <laughs> uh, it would be its own. Uh, uh, it would be Chuber. It would be Chimp Uber. Yeah, we forget the tour bus. I just ride Chuber all day. <laughs> Wait, I thought Chuber was uh, Jenna's dad. Yeah, my father-in-law's name is yeah. Charlie. No, he's a, he's the Chuber whenever there's, he drives anybody anywhere. I believe there's actually a movie. It's uh, Dave Batista and uh, Kamal Nanjiani that's called Chuber as well. And like Batista is a super spy. Batista, or the, like that. the the wrestler, Batista. Yeah, yeah. And Batista's yeah. like a super spy, and Nanjiani is playing an Uber driver. Or something like that. It's called Chuber. Hmm. I'll take your word for it. Any other animals? No, it's definitely a monkey. No. A, a sloth was my backup choice, but they would be driving too slow. And that we've talked about how people get very upset about that. <laughs> yeah, it's very, probably, very true. We've already talked about slow drivers this, this, this week. Or last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what is next? What is your favorite dinosaur? Hmm. I was I was always a fan of the Bronto slash Brachiosaurus. Ooh, the big long boy. But I don't think they're actually real. I think like it's come out. They discovered and, like, a few years ago. They don't actually exist, right? Yeah, they never actually <laughs> really existed. Oh, no. Uh, so, uh, so they're like in, all the dinosaurs. In uh, okay, uh, in in lieu in lieu of uh, the loss of my favorite dinosaur, it, I'll have to go with my second favorite. Um, would be the trike, Triceratops. Ooh, yeah, Triceratops is a good one. I think Stegosaurus. Stegosaurus Stegos. didn't get taken off the table, right? Stegosaurus actually got St- it does exist. Yeah, Stegos, <laughs> yeah. Stegos still exists. Stegosaurus is legit. It's got this tough plating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. Give me the Stegosaurus. Yes. A little battle tank. <laughs> battle tank. That's what they called it in that, that Discovery documentary that Tim was talking about. When they moved on from snakes, they went to dinosaurs. Stegosaurus, the battle tank of the <laughs> Jurassic. That's about right. I'm going to look real dumb if the Stegosaurus didn't exist during the Jurassic era, but uh, <laughs> Sean, what uh, what's your favorite dinosaur? Um, I like I like the Tyrannosaurus. It's the the old standby, the T Rex. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big old mm-hmm. Monchi boy. Yep. The Big Mac of dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. That's also what that documentary called. Yeah, it's the comfort food this of dinosaurs. The old standby. Everybody, everybody's. <laughs> Like I, everyone, you know, you know the T Rex. Yeah. I'd have to, yeah. I'd have to, I'd, I'd have to disagree. I think the comfort food of dinosaurs is a Velociraptor. Mm. 
Mm-mm. No, Velociraptors, French fries. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Tiny, okay. quick, our, our, instant uh, gratification. Horribly misrepresented in all modern culture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They yeah. were nowhere near that big. Crispier when made by Wendy's. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with uh, the Pachycephalosaurus. Oh, the Pachys. Nice. All right. Now, what is it? Hands up. It's, I don't want you to see you Googling. It's hmm? it's the, the, the one with the thing on its that, that goes back on its head and it has the bill face. No. It isn't. It's 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 the it's, it's the dome boy who just head. Oh, the shit dome out. head, dome head, right? What's the, the butter what's bean the... of dinosaurs? <laughs> Dude, this is like fuck you, I'm headbutting this shit. Dome. What's what's the one with the thing on the back of its head then? I, I think remember. it might just be a pack of swords. Let's see, Google. Don't fail me now. Dino with long thing on back of head. I don't, I don't know if you want to Google that, Rich. <laughs> Maybe uh, on to incognito. Nope, Dino with long thing on head is the first option. Mm. Paracephalosaurus. Yeah, Paracephalosaurus. Totally different. Yeah. Packies. The Packies. Yeah, the Packies are the uh, the thick thick skull. Is that is that because you uh, identify with them so much, Tim? There it is. I was waiting <laughs> for it. That's what I wanted. <laughs> It's nothing to do with them being bald. It's more you've got a thick noggin. Yep. Mm. Headbutting people is a very valid tactic, <laughs> and I condone it. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts? Um, I just want to go back to the fact that Velociraptors are French fries, and I want to ask, are the compies tater tots? Yeah, if you want them to be, yeah. Okay. Go for it. Oh, because Tim's skull is really thick. I get it. <laughs> Welcome okay. to the show, Matt. Welcome yeah. to the conversation. I appreciate you catching up. There we go. Yeah. Oh, boy. Sharp as a tack. Uh, what's our last question then, Sean? Our final question is, how's your poop been lately? Fine. <laughs> I want to say real quick, I feel like this is a, like, again, not to to paint with too broad a brush here. This is a question that only dudes or mothers will ask. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, man. Was this from Kyle and he just didn't put his name on it? (laughs) (laughs) We're, we're getting to that age. We're, we got, we're, we're, we're mid thirties, getting to mid thirties. We're getting up there. To the point that like poop is a big important thing, and like, gotta worry about your poop, guys. Well, not if you're me, and that's the problem. Uh, (laughs) No, Um, how has your poop been lately? Mine has been acceptable. Yeah, mine's been mine's been acceptable. I've yeah, Yeah. you know, not not too hard, not too soft, just kind of down the middle, normal poops. Yeah. Yeah. The problem I have in the morning here is, uh, yeah, and this is, <laughs> I'd love to see like a like a trend line of like the moment that like the the listenership just stops listening, <laughs> pause and switches to something else, <laughs> and like the moment where I start like we have the poop question, then I go into like here's what my morning is like. I think it's just the moment when everybody's just like I'll just go listen to the daily. Uh, so um, 
what's Joe Rogan talking about lately? Ivermectin, awesome, all whatever. Um, <laughs> so, um, so in the morning, uh, the problem is, is that if I don't eat breakfast with my coffee, uh, it usually uh, leads to problems shortly after consumption of said coffee. Uh, and uh, that is all I will say is uh, eat, eat breakfast. Mm-hmm. with your coffee mm-hmm. otherwise the coffee because the coffee runs through you the coffee runs through yeah. you and cleans you out real good but if there's nothing to clean out then it starts going for uh alternate means of cleaning <laughs> you out oh no and the alternate means uh means that i might miss a couple of 745 meetings i don't know <laughs> yeah i uh it, it i i i feel you there matt it wasn't until very recent that i've realized how much you need to make sure to eat before or during drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. Sean, can't, can't good night. No, yeah, Tim doesn't drink coffee. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I'm sorry. I meant because Tim doesn't poop. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> ever, literally, <laughs> never. It's yeah. just the only thing that comes out are uh, are, are rainbows. He just he, he yes. poops rainbows, but it's just, yeah, yeah. I joked that everybody said in, in middle school about like girls, like, oh, girls don't poop. They just poop rainbows. Actually true about Tim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. They, 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 they fart sunshine and poop rainbows, right? Sure. That's okay. how butts work. That's how two yes. heinies work. Yeah. <laughs> heinies. <laughs> yeah. You're heiny. Yeah. <laughs> Uh yeah, so Pooh's been alright. Yeah. That's how it goes. Yeah. It happens, which is always a, a nice welcome sign that it actually occurs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You know, it's, a, it's, it's something you want to take for granted. It's not always a given. <laughs> yeah. I mean Any my, other thoughts on your shit? My poop's <laughs> been fine and somehow Kyle always knows when I'm taking a dump. A uh, friend of the show, Kyle Bivens? <laughs> yep. Why? Is he- Tend to call you take, while you're pooping. T- take take us through that a little bit, Tim. <laughs> why why is there any sort of connection between? It is apparently a running joke now, from the couple times that Martha and I have like tried to set up playing a game with uh, Charlie and Kyle, and Kyle has just been like, "Ah, Tim's probably pooping," <laughs> and he was right. <laughs> I don't now, know why it's a thing. To drill down on this a little bit more, uh, is this say more about Kyle's ESP? Or are you just always on the John and there's like just a, a 75% chance that if Kyle's texting you, you're on the John? Is wow. there another health problem we need to be digging into here? He he has he has ES poop. <laughs> no, I mean, I gotta say, how do you think Tim Tim fell a couple weeks ago? It's because he's always on the toilet. Yeah. It has been like a month and a half, almost it's two months at this point. It's, it's he tries not to a couple weeks anymore. It's a couple. He tried weeks. to leave the toilet for the first time in six weeks, and he forgot how to do it. <laughs> I do kind of have a funny follow-up story. Oh boy! Uh, okay. <laughs> so foot fell asleep the other he day. He did it again. <laughs> no, I did, did not it do again. it again. I did not do it again. I like your foot I, fell asleep on the toilet. That's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, but I didn't fuck up my foot because my foot fell asleep because I made sure my feet were good were to go. Pre- and like shook it out, sat on the bed for a minute. I was like, all right, I'm good to go. I'm going to walk. Mm. And with perfectly functioning feet, I still managed to twist my ankle <laughs> on flat ground and nothing there. 
So how does your insurance code this when you go to like urgent care? He's got millions of dollars. He doesn't have Poorly. insurance. You know that. That's true. It's all it's all right out of pocket. He just I pays have the Obamacare penalty and ain't great. <laughs> With urgent care, apparently. Or urgent care is that expensive, and I just didn't notice. Urgent care is generally that expensive. They uh, a lot of insurances see urgent care as a specialist. Yep, pretty much. What do you, what do you, what, do you, what do you call the the doctor who sees two consecutive toilet related injuries in the span of two months? I mean, Friend. who actually tells the doctor? <laughs> Extremely that that's wealthy, where it I would say. Friend. Yeah. Hey, uh, congratulations, Tim. You really outdid yourself. Thank uh, you. Any other closing thoughts or takes for this episode? Nope. No. Uh, I don't think I have one either. Uh, congrats to Tom Brady if you actually retired. Uh, and if you didn't, that's hilarious. <laughs> um, personally, my favorite Tom Brady play of all time. There's so many of them. But uh, my personal favorite uh, is when he sat bereft on the turf as Brandon Graham uh, strip-sacked him at the end of the uh, Super Bowl. Uh, Eagles won 41-33. <laughs> when Tom Brady dropped a pass and Nick Foles did. <laughs> nice. That's my favorite Tom Brady Super Bowl. Last team to ever beat Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, Philadelphia Eagles. Nice. <laughs> Greatest of all time, except for when he's playing... <laughs> Somebody pointed out that uh, Tom Brady's uh, the mo- that Tom Brady has one kryptonite and it's doofy looking quarterbacks. <laughs> so he just lose games to like Nick Foles and Eli Manning all the time. <laughs> he's like the guy, is this giant slayer, like the greatest player to ever play the sport, and just doofy ass Eli Manning and doofy ass Nick Foles. Yeah, Nick Foles like herp derping his way to a Super Bowl MVP <laughs> that year. It's remarkable. Uh... Uh, if people want to see any more of my Tom Brady takes on Twitter, yuck. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at mkaznel. That's M K A S Z N E L. What about you, Sean? At hey, it's S O B. How about you, Tim? At Tim R Hansen. And you, Rich? At B underscore Wanuts. The podcast is on Twitter at Brose underscore Podcast. It's on Facebook at Brose Podcast, and it's on Instagram. At brose underscore podcast. Uh, you can listen to our show anywhere where fine podcasts are bought and sold. And if you have a question you want us to answer on the air, email it to brosequestions at gmail.com. That's brosequestions at gmail.com. Special thanks as always to Mary O'Brien for compiling our questions. Tess Riley for editing our show. To Shannon Vogel who designed our world famous logo. You can find Shannon's work at Shannon Vogel Photography and Art on Facebook or on Etsy.com. And our theme music is Win by Steven Siebert. You can listen to Steven's work at the Free Music Archive. It's time to do some plugging, everybody. Plug, 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 plug. Rich, what's going on with all your stuff? Twitch.tv slash B underscore Walnuts for uh, video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday, generally. Um, also, check out www.one-quest.com for art to find the RSS feeds and social media links for our podcast, PodQuest where we talk about the nerdy things and do a nerdy quote book club, as well as bonus action, the tabletop podcast where me and Sean and a bunch of friends play Dungeons and Dragons. What was your last book club? Uh, so after this one airs, the last thing we would have watched was the Silent Hill movie from the early 2000s. So it's a have quote. You read book a club. book for book club? No, no, no. It's a quote book club. So we call Got it a book it, club. Right, but right. It's a movie or TV series or something like that. That's fine. That's fine. 
Sean, when you're done playing D&D, you go play Frisbees yeah. out in the woods. Whoosh, Frisbees. And, and you put it on the internet, right? I do. At OB Disc Golf everywhere except Instagram, where it is OB underscore Disc Golf. I co-host the Taste Fakers Music Podcast with my brother Alex Casnell, where we take two albums from pop music history and find a way to link them together. We break down the artists, the music, the history of the bands, and let you know how they came to produce the uh, the, uh, the the great seminal works of pop music that, that we're discussing. Uh, look, man, if you ever wonder what the connection is between like Run the Jewels and System of a Down, or uh, hey, how about... that? Uh, Cindy Lauper and Bad Cop, Bad Cop. What the hell is Bad Cop, Bad Cop? Uh, you're gonna find out on Taste Fakers podcast. It's a great show. Uh, I can, I would know. I'm there all the time. Uh, it is comes out every other Thursday on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. And Tim, what's going on with Taste Fakers, which is my podcast? Uh, <laughs> tell me about. I'm pretty sure you just told us. <laughs> Yeah, I, w- I want you to tell me about how great my podcast is now. Uh, uh, tell me about our friends at the Anchor Persons Podcast. Uh, Greg and Gene over at the Anchor Persons Podcast are bringing you the hilarious news you didn't know you needed. Uh, the great summary of their show is uh, it it's if every 90s local news show were hosted by leftist nihilists, it would go a little something like this. If you enjoy our sense of humor and dumb puns and also great puns, uh, then you're going to love these guys uh, coming from the West Coast. They're going to bring you stories from stupid sports you didn't know you needed to play drunk with your friends and cool rules, stupid shopping network things that uh, only rich people like myself would buy because it's like, why not? Well, it's worth it. I, I could spend $40 on something to mix my chocolate milk for me. Um, and just other hilarious stories. Like, it's, it's that's all I got. They're funny dudes. Great, great people. Great characters. And it's the only new show hosted by persons. Tess, whatever the name of that violin piece that plays anytime, like, like a rich person enters a banquet hall, like, da 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 da. Uh, we need that anytime Tim starts talking about how much money he has because it's an ungodly sum, and uh, we, we certainly need something uh, a music stinger to accentuate that. So if we could get like a, a swelling bit of violence, or you know what, Tim, if you could get one of your your local violin players, like the one that's it's in the guest room right now, uh, just get them to come on and play it. Uh, sure. They probably know it by heart. Anyway, I'm at the point of the night where I'm noticing how weird my nose profile looks, so I think it's time to go. Uh, Everybody, (laughs) say goodbye to the listeners. Goodbye. Deuces. For Tim Hansen, Rich Sweet, and Sean O'Brien, and the entire Action Moves team. My name is Matt Casnell saying, Sean, what is that blue light blinking against your sweatshirt? Oh, it's my mic. Oh, Okay. Like, hello, hello, finish up, hello. Uh, it's the cops outside. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. You just can't see the red because of the light. <laughs> and to be smart about being stupid. They got those cops with just the blue lights sometimes. I played the fifth.